This message is sponsored by Life Touch Massage. For your next massage service, call us at 205-718-5144 or visit the web at www.lifetouchal.com. Remember, relief is only a touch away. So it to me, it feels like the summer has been extremely long, but short at the same time. Like, I feel like we had a good summer in terms of, like, family moments and doing stuff. But I'm kind of happy the summer's coming to the end because I feel like these kids are costing us a lot of money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. When you got three kids, everything is expensive. Like, going out to eat. uh, And they want to do something in the summer because they with you. I mean, they with you. You know what I mean? So it was like. And Jada be wanting to go to restaurant restaurants and like, do they have lobster here? Like, you don't eat lobster. <laughs> <laughs> but thank God they are in camp. And an expensive camp. An expensive camp. <laughs> but the camp wears them out. Yeah. You know, so they, they go places. They do things. Uh, I'm grateful for the camp. Because, um, and then it allows us time to kind of not be as rushed. Like, when school starts, I'm thinking about rushing. <laughs> That's all I can think about in my head is, like, okay, here comes the big rush. You yeah. got the rush to get up in the morning. You got the rush to cook and eat breakfast. You got the rush to make sure they get school on time. And then you got to, like. Rush to pick them up. Rush to pick them up. And then if it's any extracurricular activities going on, we got to fit that in to an already busy schedule. Yeah. So Man, I'm tired of thinking about it. I know. And that's what I think the thing I th- I really dread about the school year is those things. You just get burned as a parent, I feel like I get burned out on the homework and the studying them for the test. You having to hold them more accountable. Right. And getting in the bed on time or and getting your stuff or you knew you needed this and I was just like, ah Well, I thought they was gonna ban homework. Then when is in a study or something that came out that said homework is not like the best for them. They should do all their work at school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, do all your work at school and come home and have family time. You know what I mean? Ah, yes. You know, so, I, and I think it causes us not to actually spend that much time with our children because they got homework. Like, yep. they got stuff to do. Yep. You know, so it's like they go beyond home and, the nine hours they're at school. Right. Beyond that, which I think is a lot, yeah. to be honest. It is. I think I read something in the newspaper. One state has decided they're only going to school four days a week. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be, I think they're going to either be off on that Monday or that Friday. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it's a lot. And of course, yeah, we've been through it. The old heads would be like, yeah, but we did it. They can do it, you know. But why? But but why? And I think sometimes we have to look at systems and see what's best. School was different. School was different. That's when you had home ec and shop and, um, you know, auto mechanics and cosmetology. So they actually learned real world skills that they actually went out into the world and used. Mm -hmm. And they took away all that stuff. You know, the kids have stuff like art. And, I mean, yeah, they got STEM and things like that, and that's where society is going. But they just stuff a whole lot of other stuff in school that really ain't about nothing, too. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I understand history is important, but if I have, I feel like our oldest son, if I have to read about World War One or the Great Depression one more time, <laughs> for one, that ain't our history. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, yeah. Anyway, you ready to get started on today's topic? Let's do it. Let's mm. do it. We're two self-care experts, a massage therapist, and a licensed professional counselor, husband and wife, and parents of three, business owners and working professionals, who have intimate experience with stress both professionally and personally. Our podcast aims to teach the everyday professionals how to live through the stresses in life, while learning to be their best in life. Welcome to Living the Stress Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Story. And I'm Lamar Story. And you are tuning in to episode six. Six or something. Yeah, something (laughs) like that. And today, we are focused on commitment issues. Under commitment or over commitment? That is the question today. That is the question today. Yeah, Hmm. that's that's our twist on Shakespeare. Are you overcommitted or are you undercommitted? What does that mean? I don't know. You tell me, boss. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> so we actually, um, we're, we got this topic from an article in Psychology Today. Um, that's, the title of the article is actually um, The Stress and Depression, Depression of Overcommitment. When overcommitment is really under commitment yeah so that's what really got uh caught my attention i was like okay how are you gonna be over committed and under committed at the same time mm-hmm. so in this article this article really discusses how it really challenges your value system all right because most priorities. and your priorities because what in according to this article is really stating that if you're over committed to something that means you're under committing to things you really value, that you deeply value, mm-hmm. that you should be deeply committed to. And I thought that was, I was just, it gave me a wow moment. I was like, wow. It made me yeah. think about you, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, I mean, because, like, my wife is type A. Tiffany Story is type A. <laughs> and she has a, a hard time saying no when people ask her to do things. Mm-hmm. Um. But she has a really easy time letting me know how frustrated she is with doing a lot of things. <laughs> so it's like... See, that's the, that's the shade. It ain't it. shade, it's truth. Oh, okay. Um, and the truth will do what? Are you saying truth or truth? Both, because you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> the truth will set you free. But um, I got my issues too, y'all, so I ain't just ragging on my wife. But it does fit in with this article. Um... And this, and my wife is not the only one. You know, I'm pretty sure some of you listeners out there have the same issue. You just have a hard time saying no. You might be interested, you know. Like, I think one time my wife was supposed to go to the PTA meeting. You're supposed to just actually be a member or something. I can't remember what it was at, with the school. And when you came back, you was like the vice president or something. And I was like, what? I told you, don't overcommit. Just be a member of the PTA. Why you got to be the president, the vice president, the secretary? You got to hold a title. 
But you already had all these other commitments. That is not how I got on the PTA. Okay. It's not. The way I got on the PTA was another parent, our daughter's best friend's mom, was asked to... She blaming on you, Tamika. <laughs> ...to run for a position on the PTA. And she said that she didn't want to do it unless I did it. And so she was like, I think it would be better if both of us were on the PTA. So I got nominated to be on the PTA. That is the only way I ended up on the PTA. Hmm. Okay. Board. PTA board. <laughs> so in this article, take this out, though. This is what it goes deeper, of course. I mean, this psychology today. So it says that in the article, it talks about a person named Megan. She's a very busy person. and She keeps herself very busy. But they refer to what Megan is going through as high energy depression. Mm. And they say it's basically she keeps herself busy as to not to have to deal with her depression. To stay ahead of the depression. Yeah. Speak on it then, counselor. So, um, <laughs> kicking the table. So. Sorry. Basically, they're saying that Megan, with high-energy depression, usually someone has had early life challenges and um, performance was connected to their worth. And so with this particular person, they're saying that she is doing all these activities so that she feels worth something. And that if she stops engaging in all of these activities, um, then depression will catch up. The feeling of worthlessness will catch up with her because her past trauma is connected to having to perform to be appreciated, basically, mm. mm -hmm. or to be valued. And so, with high energy depression, it's basically the opposite of what most people think of as depression, which is you know, withdrawn, moving slow, not engaging with other people, high energy depression on the other end is basically keeping yourself preoccupied so that you don't have time to really focus on how you feel or address or unpack what's, mm. what's bothering you. Wow. Yeah. And even, and I'm going to talk about it from my profession standpoint, when I have clients, I had a client today, actually, and we kind of laughed about it, but um, she said she she can't relax. You know, she said, no matter what I do, when I go get my feet done, they always ask me to relax. And she was doing an exercise one time. She was actually reading an article <laughs> about relaxation, and she looked over at her other hand, and her fist was balled up. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was like, Wow. And I said, um, I said, well, what's got you like that? She said, I don't know. You know, and I said, well, I said, let's rephrase what you're going through. I said, let's say that you're, you're always preparing for something. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's another way to look at it. And I said, let's look at it another way. You're always guarding yourself from something. I said, now I said, now let's look at it like this. Ask yourself, what are you preparing for? 
And what are you guarding yourself from? See, this is why people come to Life Touch Massage because when they get a <laughs> massage from Lamar, he provides massage slash therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Not just massage therapy, massage <laughs> slash psychotherapy. <laughs> but you know what? Just being around so many people, you start to see some of the same things mm-hmm. and you get familiar with them. You know, and it's just like, hmm, this person is going through something similar to what another client of mine had and then after over 15 years you just kind of become an expert on human behavior mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's just like why what are you guarding yourself from and so for the rest of the massage she just got quiet mm-hmm. like I don't even know I asked her if she enjoyed the massage she said she thoroughly enjoyed it but I really feel like she was thinking about <laughs> she was all in her head yeah. the whole time and that's I call those foot bath conversations when we do the complimentary foot bath mm-hmm. that's what we talked about Mm. And then when she got on the table, it was just like absolute silence. That's trademarked. <laughs> TM. <laughs> R. So let's, let's so let's really like break this down and, and unpack what it means. What it means when we say um, overcommitted. I mean to cut cut you off, but another link is that all these people are very. They seem to be very successful people. So that's something that I've noticed, and that's the trend, is that these people are like high-energy people. Mm-hmm. They're typically type A. They're typically successful at what they do. Um, I want to say typically women. I don't know if I've had enough men to actually see the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I can't just say it's typically women because most of our clients are women. So that's not a, a good enough pool of people you know to say men versus women but go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off no so you good so i, I really want to talk to people about what it means to be over committed and under committed at the same time and so the example or the picture that they paint is basically you have this woman who um scroll back up so i can look that so you have this woman who is um so I'm just going to read it. Okay. So Megan has a stressful life. Um, she has a small business out of her home um, that can take up to 40 hours a week. She runs with a group two mornings a week and she trains at the gym on the weekends. She has three school age children who are involved in sports and music. And she does her best to make it to every practice and every game and every recital. She is also asked to manage a fundraiser, a volunteer fundraising drive that she thinks is very important or feels is very important. And that's taking up to three mornings a week to get that done. And then she feels even more stressed because she has this sister whose name happens to be Tiffany Mm. comes in Mm. and asks her to help her with getting her child Uh, picked up from school or to school or something to that effect because she has this training um, that she's required to do with her job for a promotion. So Megan is feeling even more stressed and is kind of upset with her sister for asking her to do something when she knows she's already stretched really thin. And so um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is that her values was her family and helpfulness, 
right? Which were her most important values. But when the psychiatrist sat down and, and broke it down to her, she was basically saying, you say that you're overcommitted, but it's an issue of really being undercommitted to the things that you value the most and as a priority. Because although you you have your kids involved in sports, most of your time with your children is being spent observing them doing something versus spending quality time. Mm. And then you're engaging in a volunteer fundraiser helping other people, but family is important and your sister who really has a need, you're not willing to help her because you're helping somebody else so you, mm -hmm. there's a conflict in values yeah so she's overcommitted she's saying that she's overcommitted but what's really going on is that she's undercommitted to the things that she deeply values so she's doing all of these other things that she don't even value right yeah so i think um you want to speak on that a little bit more mm, no I think one of the things that she decided to do, she first of all had to um, recommit, recommit to your values, right? And a lot of us have these issues. You know, we have, we got groups that we want to be in. You know, when you're in the business world, you got, okay, you got investment group, you got mastermind group, you got um, um, these networking groups you want to be a part of. Um, and you find yourself not having time for the things that you really value in life because you feel like I need these things here to be successful in my business and I need to do these on a regular basis. But at the time, you're not spending time with your family. You may not be spending time with your kids. You may not be working out. You might not be taking your, care of yourself uh, physically. Uh, you might be eating all the wrong foods because you're just eating on the go. So. Everything, if you value health and wellness, if you value your marriage and your family, you're you're basically uncommitted to them at that moment. And you're committing to your to all these other things that really is very low on your value system. And I, you know, when me and Lamar were first talking about this article and talking about this issue, one of the things that I said to him was, a lot of times I feel like the things that you see people do or the trances that people fall into have a lot to do with um, their upbringing. Uh, similar to what this, you know, what this article talks about, basically people who have early life challenges um, suffering from high energy depression, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the, one of the indicators, right? But what I find interesting is that People who had a, a parent who was either very violent or very um, aggressive or abusive towards them, a lot of times they will, um, a lot of times they'll either be just like that parent or they'll be the, the opposite of that parent. And so when you see people doing things like over committing or, you know, trying to show up to every function that their kid has, sometimes it is connected to the fact that they had a parent that didn't do that. Um, and so I think for, you know, when I assess myself, you know, yes, I am type A. Yes, I have a tendency sometimes to overcommit myself to things. Mine doesn't really come from this feeling of worthlessness. Sometimes mine comes from the feeling that I feel like I really can get all those things done. 
Um, it's and and I'm big about as being a th- as effective as possible with my time. Mm-hmm. You know, it just even last night, you know, we we've talked about a couple times that we're doing stuff to the house trying to get our house prepared to sell. And um I finally finished painting our bedroom and we were moving our furniture back in from where we had some work done on the ceiling in our room. And Lamar came home. It was later in the evening. He was tired. I had been busy all day and he was like, "You must got a lot of energy." And I'm like, "No, I don't have you know, a lot of energy. I'm just trying to get this stuff done." And so I had him moving the bed around the room, and he was just like, "How many? <laughs> how many My times?" My feet was hurting, y'all. <laughs> how many times are we gonna move this bed? And I was like, "We're gonna move this bed as many times as I want you to move it until I feel like it's the right setup." But it was so funny because like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> when I got in the bed and I laid my head down on that pillow and I wasn't scrolling through my phone. The I biggest was, snore I ever heard. <laughs> I was out because in reality like was I was tired. I mean, I literally had worked. I came home from work. I painted. I cleaned. Did I cook? I cooked dinner. I went grocery shopping. I went to Home Depot, picked up the kids, cooked. And I am so grateful for all this type A energy. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, so whereas he's been at work for those hours, he ripping ran earlier in the day, but he worked the last few hours. I was doing like a slew of stuff. So when I shut down, I shut down. Audible. But mind you, it was what, 11 o'clock? When we finally sat down, down. and then I had been going since 530 that morning. So that for me is trying to squeeze a ton of activities in one day and a ton of tasks in one day, Um, which can really lead to burnout because I can get to the the point where I feel like I'm burning a candle at both ends. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of shut down. I think that's why. I'm one of those people who feel like I constantly need to get away from home. Like every few months, I feel like I have to take some type of trip or something. And I I process that because we used to get into disagreements about me just sitting down somewhere. But I realized as long as I am at home in my city and I am tired and I feel like I need a break, I cannot break. I cannot take a break. I have to be doing a task. I have to be being effective. And so for me, leaving home, and I think that's why I like the fact that I do get to travel with my job, I rest. I, I truly don't do anything or I engage in self-care. Um, and that allows me to come back and basically start all over. Mm. I don't know why you just, when you was just talking, I imagine like being on a beach by the water, getting massages by three African women with bald heads. <laughs> I think I was in Wakanda. <laughs> this is the type of foolishness I've been dealing with all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I I think with this, with well, oh, I want to ask. You, I had a question for you. So yes, yes, ma'am. So I want you to think about yourself mm-hmm. and things that you're overly committed to or under committed to. Um, what do you think is is really driving you and 
what do you think you could could do personally mm-hmm. to really work on that? Oh, that's a good question, Tiffany. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I am overcommitted to um, get to freedom for myself. And what that looks like is me working a lot to try to get the business to a place where I can take off more mm-hmm. so that I can be free to spend time with my family, which I really value. That's like my top priority mm-hmm. is to, is family. Mm-hmm. Um, my, um, my household family doesn't, my immediate family and my extended family. Like, the older I get, the more important that is to me to spend time with my loved ones. But they, there is a challenge because there's a lot to be done when you're an entrepreneur. And most of the times when you're a small business owner, um, especially not being able to get the capital up front that you need to, like, hire managers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're the CEO, the manager, uh, an employee, uh, the janitor, sometimes the account, and a counselor if you work with other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things you have to do. Um, what else did you ask me? So what do you think you you need to do to kind of deal with that? So what I need to do is really hurry up and get to that place. <laughs> I think because um, you know I say I, I try to say that I need to uh, prioritize and do things differently right which I, I do I believe I try to cut back a couple of hours here and there so I can come home earlier I don't really do a lot of um, activities outside of my work hours anymore you know what I'm saying so I try to... You don't? Not really. Like, when my shift is over, I'm pretty much gone. So when you say activities, what kind of activities are you talking about? I mean, like, dealing with life tips. Oh. You know, like, I used to be a part of a networking group. I still have a mastermind group, but I'm not as going to too many activities as I used to go to. Do you think I do? Dude, yes. We are always at an activity. What? Check our Facebook page. Like, if you check Facebook, <laughs> it would really show you. But it's so funny you say that because it's Because they're still spending, to me, they're spending quality time with you. Like, going to the Fly V event with you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you do need that time to unwind. And I've noticed yeah. I need to spend time with my wife. So I was like, you know what? I can kill two birds with one stone. Basically. I can do a little yeah. networking and have fun. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not co- I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying we do a lot of networking fun. Sometimes two or three times a week. <laughs> All right, so do I need to cut back? I, I'm not necessarily saying that, but we do have three children at home, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so my thing is, what else do I need to do? Health is another priority. So... Another way I try to kill two birds with one stone is spending time with my kids at the gym. Mm-hmm. So it's my text. Mm. So um, taking my kids to the gym with me, and they really enjoy it. 
and mm-hmm. we have a good time together at the gym. Yeah, I do. You know, and they like, hey, um, when can we go again? And we try to bring mom too. You know, but mom has a separate gym time <laughs> away from the family. But uh, but those are things I like to do. We just found something new that we all like was fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think planning those things and, and prioritizing that family time is, is another thing I must do. You know, I have to do because, um, you know, your, t- your top value my top value is my family. So that's one thing. You asked me something else that I really want to answer. I don't remember. Oh, man. I, but I will say this. I think that we talked about work-life balance before. How is that really a thing? And I think everybody's always looking for balance. You know what I'm saying? Like you're looking for how to balance work with family. You're also trying to, to, to balance, you know, eating healthy but it's still enjoying your food you know what i'm saying like trying to balance having enough sleep but being awake long enough to to take care of necessary tasks like i think life the journey we're on in life is always about achieving some type of harmony or about achieving some Mm. type of balance Mm -hmm. but i think that what it boils down to for me and this is what I have been trying to kind of say to myself all the time when I get overwhelmed about all the things that I'm trying to get accomplished, like Sunday. Sunday, I really had things at the house I wanted to accomplish. I was physically tired from painting the room this week. Um, I mean, my body was still really, really hurting. And the kids, because I didn't do I painted Saturday, and then we spent the rest of the night at the music festival. The kids ended up, it ended up being miserably hot, and so they went home. So they wanted to go shopping. Well, we pretty much got up, went to brunch, took them shopping, we came back home, and it was after 6 o'clock. Yeah, we was like, where did the time go? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, And, that, and I said, I felt like I didn't get anything accomplished today. Mm-hmm. And you said you spent time with family. And, and I, that was that was the that was an accomplishment. So I came home and painted my little trim, got me a massage. Yeah, had to look spend that time with your wife, with your kids. Came home, gave her a massage. She deserves a massage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The back deserves a massage. Yeah, by one of the best massage therapists in the world, Craig. So I called Lamar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 but now, nah, um. But yeah, so that was, when she told me that, when she checked me, she was like, you spent time with your kids. And doing something they wanted to do. Doing not something, something they wanted to not do. Not something we came up with them to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and we, we enjoyed it. And they spent their own money for the and they, most part. And they spent their own money, so we enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. Keep so, breaking news. Yeah. So I think sometimes we had to really look at and recommit to our values when we're seeking happiness and peace in our lives. But but what I was about to say, and this is why I brought up this example, is I keep trying to remind myself, for one, that everything happens in seasons, right? And we got all this stuff on our plate. And we got all these goals trying to make time, right? But our kids are growing up. Our oldest Fast. kid 
is really three years away from being an adult. And then every two years after that is one hitting adulthood. And so I, my focus is not trying to spend so much time trying to provide something for them or create the space for me to feel like, okay, now I can do this with them. But create and, memories. But creating that that time now. Yeah. Because, yeah. like like we said, time is flying by. Like, yeah. we went and to the brunch. the we get, the faster it goes. Yeah, we went to brunch on Sunday, and then yeah. we came home at 6 o'clock, and we was like, hold on, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, imagine that happening every single day. Yeah. You know? So I think when it comes to and that's what burnout come in too. Yeah, you get burnt out. It don't matter what you do. I I enjoy doing massage, but sometimes like every day back to back repetition, boom, 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 you get burnt out. You know, so I think that's why another that's another reason you need to like assess yourself in that moment and be like, okay, what do I need to do differently right now mm-hmm. before I spaz out? You know what I mean? So recommend to those values. You know, ask yourself, have I spent time with my family? Did I work out? What is spaz? Uh, uh spaz is like going ham. Yeah. I know. <laughs> What's going ham? Can we find that word in the dictionary? <laughs> oh, you're leaving me alone. <laughs> I'm just asking because I everybody I, listening to this podcast know what spaz out is. Yes, we do, and I know what spaz out is, but I'm just trying to figure out where we got that from. Yeah, me yeah. neither. Probably somebody named. Me too. You said me neither. Yeah, me, me uh, <laughs> us. <laughs> anyway, so I think, I think for everybody out there, you know, kind of listening and sitting there, kind of going through, what am I overly committed to? What am I undercommitting to? I think you really have to assess what are your priorities what do you say you value the most like Lamar mm-hmm. Lamar said he he values his family and spending time with his family but he also values building um building generational wealth for his children you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so the the struggle is you have to grind really hard to get a business to where um it can be in a position to pass down and can create wealth for his children and his children's children. Um, and for me, I I know that family is a priority for me. But at this age in my life, I told Lamar, I, I, don't, I ain't trying to work. I'm working now so that when my kids get grown and they start going off into the world and having their own things, I can be available. I really... My goal is for when my kids have their children that I can be a mother that can be available to help them with their families. One of the things that I value when I, when Lamar and I started having kids is when Jaden, for the first year of his life, my mom kept him. And that made life so stress-free for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to be there for my son's wives and my my daughter when they start their families i want to be available to support them and help them um because it's tough being a new mom it's tough being a new wife it's tough being a adulting is tough mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so my value is family i it used to be a career and all that kind of stuff uh, and I, I love what I do as a therapist. I love what I do as a program director for this housing program. 
But real talk, he's working on the, the stuff for the family, and I just want to reap the benefit so that I can be on the beach getting massages by three bald African ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. Yeah, I think the um, only thing I want to stress is, you know, just be careful saying yes to everything. Is that a tip? Yeah, that's a tip. Just be careful saying yes to everything. So when people come to you, because people come to me for stuff all the time. Um, hey, can y'all come and do chair massages for free at this event? Or, you know, can you come and do this? You know, uh, it's going to be good exposure for your business, you know. So sometimes when people approach you, they're thinking about them. Mm -hmm. They're not really thinking about you at that moment. Even when it's business related uh, and personally, but they're thinking about them. Like, what can I get out of this company for free? Not like, what can I give this company because they deserve, we want to see this company be successful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's in my budget to give them? Mm -hmm. Maybe we can't afford their total price, but what's in the budget mm -hmm. so that we can say, hey, I want to be able to give you this if you come out and do that. So, um, so unfortunately, well, fortunately, I had to say no to some things. And even some of my staff was like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. I was like, some things you just have to say no to. We give out a lot mm -hmm. every year. I can't remember how many thousands of dollars in gift certificates we gave out this year. So we, we do that for the community because we know pe there are people out there that are stressed, that need um, relief from stress in all kind of ways. So we give those gift certificates out in hopes that they will actually use them and come and see us. I, and I want to add to what you said about not saying yes to everything, but I want to like play on that and say, say yes to more things that make you happy and that make you feel better. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I like, Sometimes when people ask me things, ask me to do things, or ask me to be a part of something, sometimes I stop and say, will this make me happy? And will this benefit me in some way? Will I walk away from this feeling like I'm glad I did this? And if I can't say yes to that, mm -hmm. sometimes I have to say, yeah, it's a, it's a, a, a hard, hard no for me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think personally, I have done much better with overcommitting to things, to other people. Explain that. What do you mean, explain? You say you've done much better, mean you've done less? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I mean, you got to think about it. I'm not on no PTA boards no more. You know, the kids ain't in all in music lessons in every sport. You know, like at one moment, it was music lessons this day of the week. Practice three, four days a week. We had games a couple times a week on the weekends. And, you know, one of my kids, I was really forcing to be in music lessons because she keep asking for stuff and wanting to quit every time it was hard. So I was kind of spending money forcing her mm -hmm. <laughs> to do it. And it went cheap, you know. And I just decided being on the PTA was stressful, you know. 
Because I was not only the PTA on the PTA board, I'm the classroom teacher, and then the principal was recruiting me to be on some other board. And, you know, so I think that in terms of having all these things that I was doing, I think I'm doing much better with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You are. Well, guys. <laughs> I think this is a very interesting topic, and I hope that um, you guys. You take a listen. If you have any responses, please reach out and email us. Um, you can email us at connect at living the stressed. That's edlife.com. Yeah. And do things that make you feel that are of value to you and that makes you feel valuable. Yeah, because if you're feeling more stressed, um, by committing to things that you supposedly value, you have to actually really reassess, is this something that you really value? No. Like like volunteering for some type of fundraiser. If it causes more stress for you to have to organize something than enjoyment, really how much of a priority is it for you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where does it fit into your value system? Yep. You know, you're doing something... For somebody else that's stressing you out. And it could be stressing you mentally and financially if you're a business. Yeah. And just to say you did it, you know, like, hey, I did this for so-and-so organization, but you were stressed completely out. You know what I mean? So just reassess your value system. Um, When you recommit to your values, you decrease stress and you learn your values. That's all I got, Tiff. On that note, until next time, live your best life. Living through your stress life. Bye-bye.